Welcome to She Don't Know Ball with Danny G. It is Thursday, May 4th. I can smell the weekend, y'all. Thank you for tuning the fuck in. She Don't Know Ball. No due diligence today, but I did add a new segment. It's going to be called Park A Lot Pimpin'. You know, it ain't real unless I name that shit. That's going to be at the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. But let's get into these play-by-plays. We had one game on last night, and it wasn't that entertaining, but hey, let's talk about it. She don't know ball. All right, we had game two, Celtics versus 76ers, 121-87 to Celtics way. The series is now tied 1-1. Now, I knew Boston would get in Philly ass, maybe a dub or so, but a 30-piece, 34-piece, hot straight to you right before the fourth quarter? Fucking yikes. Doc had to put in the bench at the end of the third and be suited up just to get his ass spanked. He should have gave his body a little bit more rest because he didn't look like his full, strong, aggressive self. I mean, he still stayed in the paint, rejecting shit, making them boys change their rotation, but just a slight bit slower on his movements. He had five blocks, 15 points. His right-hand man ain't bringing them points like he did previously. I don't know what Harden be on. It's like he don't want to shoot anymore. He just want to try to catch a foul, and they ain't calling them for you, player. So I guess passing is your bread and butter now. He was two for 14 at the field zero for six at the three i mean at least he had 10 rebounds because he barely distributed the ball tobias pulled off 16.7 rebounds maxi 13 points but that's rough y'all real fucking rough 20 percent at the three 39 percent shots made 11 turnovers 48 rebounds though 14 second chance points on slight i mean i didn't expect y'all to win but i didn't expect that whack-ass performance y'all gotta do better next time she don't know ball. Celtics, y'all redeemed yourselves though. Everyone helped out with this win. Y'all even got to let y'all bench get some playoff tick for a full quarter. Well, everyone except Blake Griffin. And I wonder why they did him like that. They played him in game five versus the Hawks and they wasn't even up by that much. Make it make sense. The crowd was cheering for that man to get some tick and Joe did not put that nigga in. Nope. Fucking hilarious. But Celtics had 54 rebounds, 21 second chance points. And I love them type of numbers. You get 50 rebounds and a dub and second chance points, I'm telling you, you're going to win the game easily. Brown had 25 points. Brogdon had 23.6 rebounds. He had to make up for that fuck up on the last game. But the ball movement the Celtics had going on was nice to see. They passed the rock around the court a few times before getting it to the rim, which made the defense break down and the Celtics get a good look, especially a three, because all them niggas can shoot threes, it looked like. But that was a nice game, Celtics. Y'all did that in three quarters and then was able to get some rest. Celtics use this 30-piece momentum and go into game three and do y'all best because I know Philly feeling this defeat, so they gonna come through knocking niggas' heads off, so get ready. She don't know ball. Who's on your radar, Danny G? Who's on your radar? Danny G Knows Best, presenting the Good Shit Award and the Fuck Up Award. All right, switching it up again, we're going to start off with the Good Shit Award. And that goes to Malcolm Brogdon. You did great work last night, my boy. You made up for that whack-ass pass in game one. I know that was on your mind up until this game because you was trying to bury them niggas last night. 
kept knocking down threes. You were six for 10 at the three, seven for 15 in shooting. Six rebounds with a block and a couple assists. No turnovers this game. Handled the ball very well and you trusted yourself to get the job done. Brother man, brother man, keep doing your shit. Your movement is smooth. Your rhythm is smooth. You do great work with the starters, and you get the bench in order when they come in. Great job, Brogdon. They going to need you to always be that clutch player, so keep popping your big one. Danny J knows best. All right, and the fuck-up award goes to... Y'all, I don't even know. I'm not going to get down on y'all, but I do have to point y'all niggas out. And yes, niggas as in plural. We're going to start with you, Jason Tatum. What the fuck was going on? All your shots came from the line. Good shit on the line, but nah, dog. Your team had a 30-piece in the playoffs making history, and you ain't got shit to show for it. Nope. The first question going to be, what Tatum have? And your ass in the books for one for seven at the field, zero for three at the arc with two turnovers. You only got 20 minutes of play. How you feeling about that? You all right? Nope. I know you're going to shake it off and play as fuck up here and there, but I know it stings right now, so I just got to be here to rub that bitch in. But I know you ain't going to stay down for long. I know you ain't going to stay down for long. But you, James Harden, I just don't know. You bound to stay down and lay down. Danny J knows best. Seeing how you played last night is totally different than game one. And I get it, but then again, I don't. Just because Embiid is there does not mean you have to keep feeding that nigga. I get it. He big. He at the rim. He going to bully his way in there, and he going to get to the line. But Harden, you are also a decent shooter. You don't have to just facilitate. You can shoot that bitch. You can shoot it at the three, too. It was multiple times you'll take it all the way to the rim and pass it to Joel Embiid instead of just going up for the easy layup. Or you'll go for the layup and be upset that you didn't get fouled and still be sitting there on the floor when niggas all the way in transition on the other end. You have to play your game, not in B's game or even the foul game. When you play your own game, Harden, your team strives. You strive. Trust and believe. And B does not need you to feed him. He has it. He knows what he's doing. He will get his rocks off. But your other teammates, they need you. So take over. Take the fuck over, Harden. All right, we calling this park a lot. Pim, pim. This segment is just me bringing shit that I talk to my people about to y'all to see what y'all think. Y'all can at me on Twitter. She don't know ball, all one word. If y'all want to discuss it with me or y'all can talk to y'all own people about it and get the discussion going. I'm just trying to get y'all thinking. You feel me? Park a lot pimping. All right, so the topic for Park A Lot Pimpin' discussion today is, do y'all think the league is trying to pin Embiid and Joker against each other to set up for a Nuggets versus 76ers finals, or do y'all think the league wants another Lakers versus Celtics finals? What y'all thinking? What y'all thinking? Talk about it with me. Talk about it with y'all people. Whatever works for you. I just want to get y'all minds flowing. Park A Lot Pimping. Me personally, I think the league got exactly what they wanted. Steph versus LeBron. I personally think that the league is thriving on that. They loving it. This is what they wanted to see, and this is what they got. So I don't think they said enough for either one. They got exactly what they wanted right now. 
All right, that's my spiel for today on last night's game and a little new segment. Y'all know I'm getting better and better as I do this. I'm trying to add new shit now that games is only coming down to one a night. But for tonight, we have the Lakers versus the Warriors game two at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. So check that out. If you don't, y'all know it's cool. I'll be back tomorrow to pop my shit about what the fuck went down. But as always, I appreciate the love and support. But you know, this is just pure entertainment because... don't know ball.